You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome in to another episode of the Torah Podcast. My name is Wes. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Kevin. And tonight, uh, again, we're doing the live on Instagram. So what's up, everyone, live right now? Um, if you want to join us live, uh, we will definitely be posting these uh, on our story, on our podcast page uh, for Instagram and let you know when we're going to be going live, doing the show, so you can check us out. Uh, this is something brand new we decided to do, so it's working out better now. We actually got it going the right way. Um, so hopefully this is going to work out. So, uh, But let's just get into it, though, because this episode is one I've looked forward to for so, so, so long. Oh, my God. I, I just, I'm about to just paint the walls, seriously. Um, <laughs> well, you already did. So. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, true. I already did. Again. So, to, yeah, <laughs> for like the fifth time. Um, so this is episode number 12. Uh, the director series. The director we're going to talk about tonight is one of my favorites of all time. Uh, it's not going to be one you think hey, when I'm saying this, it sounds like I'm really talking about the one I really love, but this is my second favorite. Um, it is nothing other than Rob Zombie. Um, I hope you have his real name in your in history stuff because I really want to hear what I his do. real name is. I forget what his real name is. Good. I know what it is, but it's back there in my mind. The Alzheimer's kicked in, so I can't remember it, but um, I'm very excited to talk about this. So seriously, I, I, if everyone knows me, there's there's not one zombie film that I don't love, honestly. This was really, really, really tough to find a top five. So um, I don't know. Give me give me your quick thoughts on, on our dude, Rob. Rob Zombie, the first film I ever saw from him. Uh, we'll get in. Of course, we'll get into everything later. Do you want me to give the rundown already? I usually wait a little bit, but uh, what we do. I mean, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what we do here. There's a little thing we do with some chili, right? So okay, picture this. Mm. Imagine. If Wes, my, my buddy here, had no idea what my top five was. Imagine, just real quick, if you will, I didn't know his. Now, I'd, I don't know about you guys, but I think it's a little spicy. I think that that, you know, if you want to throw some habaneros, uh, throw some uh, jalapeno. Ooh. I wanted to, like, combine yeah, the two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you, want to do some of the, if you want to do something to your chili, man, go ahead and do it because we're out here. Um, it adds some fun. You know, so we're going to be going over the history of Rob Zombie a little bit. We're going to be talking about all of his movies. Uh, we're going to give our top five. And we've got a shit pick coming, too. So uh, uh, you guys are going to yell at me. Mm. I can't wait. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to yell at you. Shit. I, mm, no shit pick at all. I mean, just leave, leave, leave that out this, this week. How about that? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Good idea. Um, yeah. But like I said, this oh god, this episode literally for two years. I've been wanting to do this episode for two years, and I we're finally here, and I'm so excited. Um, if any of you guys have questions, seriously, uh, add them on live too. Uh, maybe we'll get to them at the end of the show. Uh, I know it's you know, going from podcast to live is hard because you know we want people to be able to interact with us, but also we want to make the podcast as streamlined as possible. So we have a little issue there, but you know what? It'll all work out for the best. So here we go. Uh, I want to hear some about. Mr. Rob Zombie, so please tell me about him after this short transition. Let's get to it.
All right, so our boy, Rob Zombie. Robert Bartlett Cummings was born January. Yeah. Wait, say it one more time for me. Say it one more time. Robert Bartlett Cummings. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, born January 12th, 1965 in Haverhill, Massachusetts. Uh, an interesting fact some of you guys might not, not know is his younger brother, Michael David Cummings, who's he has a stage name of Spider One, is the lead singer of the band Power Man 5000. Yeah. yeah, which is pretty cool. So he's got music in his veins. Uh, after graduating Haver Hill High School in 1983, Cummings, otherwise known as Zombie, attended Pratt Institute in New York, where he met eventual bandmate Shauna Reynolds, and they formed um, White Zombie two years later in 1985. That was a band up until uh, 1998, I believe, 13 years. Yeah, that's 13 mm-hmm. years from yep. that time. So, um, And they dated for seven years. So uh, a year after they broke up, he got with a little someone, someone named Sherry Moon Zombie. As some yeah. of you guys might know. Uh, now, her full name is Sherry Lynn Skirkus. <laughs> um, Skirkus. Skirkus. Born September 26, 1970. She's five years younger than uh, Cummings. It's so weird calling him Cummings because it just doesn't sound right. I know. It doesn't sound right at all, dude. Anyway, whatever. Um, now, originally, she wanted to do, to do cartoon voiceovers. You know, she had a unique voice, a high and kind of high-pitched, shrill, shrill voice. And she mm-hmm. took classes, too. And she briefly attended the Connecticut School of Broadcasting to become an MTV dj but she found herself preoccupied by kind of meeting somebody named robert cummings and so Mm -hmm. she went um once he kind of did his solo stuff uh she would ride with him uh ride on him and uh and she would she was a dancer for his shows and she choreographed routines and created uh, costumes for the tour and uh they got married in 2002 and interestingly enough, uh, Rob Zombie has been a vegetarian since age 17. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Well, there you go. I did not say a very it's a well thought out history, too. I'm very impressed, brother. Thank you. you did Thank a great you. job. We're trying out here. Very good job. Yes. Uh, the Cummings. And he said that that just gives me hope because someone named Cummings, you know, is, is like him. That, that, that gives me hope, honestly, just to be who I am. So thank you. Thank you, Robert. Very much. Mm-hmm. And well, the so thing much. a lot of people don't know is Wes, your first name is actually short for Wesleyan Baptist Church. So it, it is. It really is. I, I'm, I'm glad you pointed that out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, actually, if you want to really know the history behind my, my name, um, it's, it's a long history, but we'll give you a, I'll give you like a 10 second thing. I, I hated my name, so I wanted to change it. Uh, actually, my, my boy Kevin's mom actually came up with the idea of Wes for Wes Craven. Boom. There you go. My name is Wes. Yeah. Um, so I'll give you a longer one if you want to just hit me up the DMs or whatever. I'll tell you the whole story, but it was kind of the same. So anyway, that's just, that's neither here nor there. So I think it's time to get into all of this stuff. So I don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this at all. Like I'm really having a tough time with this. All right, let's do the shit pick for this week. Guys, please DM the hell out of Kevin on this shit because I know he's going to pull up something stupid. So let's just get to it, man. Hey, kids, it's time for Kevin's Shit Pick of the Week. All right, guys, we're out here. Another another day, another shit pick. Um, I mean, th- I don't think this one will come to a surprise to many, but I've got three from hell from t- uh, 2019. Ooh. Yeah. You're not mad about that, are you? Kevin, the next time I see you, 
I'm definitely going to turn your money and spank the hell out of you. It's on site. Seriously, that's on site, dude. It's it, I mean, the minute I see you, it's going to be just hand to ass, hand to ass, hand to ass. Yeah, but you just all over and over again. You're fucking acting like that's never happened. So it's just an average Tuesday for me. Oh, well, true, but I mean, it's going to be a little more. I'm, I'm going to put like a studded, a studded metal thing on my hand that really, really, really gets to you this time. So well, I might just like that um, more. Anyways, let's talk about some Rob Zombie well, films. Some of our sexual history. Damn. Um, <laughs> well, okay, t- tell me why you think it's the worst because I. It feels ahead. like a Hollywood version of a Rob Zombie film. It is very stripped down. I actually, when this aired, um, it was in theaters for like a weekend, like a three day premiere, and I, I went to one of the days. I got a fucking bumper sticker out of it, man. How cool is that? No, it's not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I have it? Can I have it then if you don't want it? I, if I can find it, I'll send it to you. I swear to God. If you can yeah. find it, it should be like on your fucking mantle, dude. What the hell? It's Come my on, shit pig. Why would I have it on my mantle? Uh, oh, my God. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. So a lot of things, that the, the direction they took with this was not the intended plan. Obviously, when Rob Zombie wrote this film, Sid Haig as Captain Spaulding was going to be a big part of it. However, we all know that the sickness that he got afflicted with and he was um, too weak to kind of go through with it. So he was only able to make the short cameo that he did. Um, so unfortunately, he kind of had to do a lot of rewrites and just really kind of had to, to mess with the, the, the script and everything, which personally I kind of didn't like because they brought them back from the dead. They were like, oh, it's a one in a million chance that they're alive. And it's like, Captain Spaulding was an older guy. He's more likely not going to survive it. Why wouldn't you just say that he passed away in the shooting instead of just showing him in prison for five seconds? You know, so personally, that just kind of didn't hit me that that great. And knowing Jane, uh, Danny Trejo was going to be in this as well, he's in it for five seconds. I just feel like there's a lot in this movie that was kind of, it just felt so disingenuine. It felt like a mixture of everything that he had done with nothing really new. Um, it was just kind of it flatlined for me. Um, now, needless to say, be that as it may or may not be, I watched it drunk and I loved it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, there you now, go. There you go. Okay, love's a, love's a strong word. I I enjoyed it. Um, it's definitely one of those movies you can't take too seriously. I took it too seriously. I wanted more out of it. Um, with some things, you just got to lower your expectations. Like if you're to date me, for instance. Um, <laughs> no, uh, never. I never, never <laughs> once did I do that ever. Nope. See, okay, yeah, and okay, so it's just, if you had to have a shit pick, what, what would it be? I'm interested in knowing. My, okay, my shit pick, I agree with, uh, I think some plans said it, uh, 31, because it's, okay. that seems like a, it seems like a video game to me, which is not bad, it's not a bad thing, but it seems just like a, like a straight up video game they just kind of made into a movie, um, yeah. and not in a good way. Um, let me just expound on 31, I mean 31, 3 from Hell for a second. I see what you're saying. Like Meg said, you make some good points. I won't. I won't say you did. At the same point, you have to understand that there is a progression to these movies. If you watch the progression from House to Devil's Rejects, there's definitely a more Hollywood-esque feel to Devil's Rejects than it was to House. Correct. 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 Okay. So the natural progression is to go a little more Hollywood with Three from Hell. I think that he did that on purpose. I think that he took out certain key players, like of course Sid Haig didn't make it but i think it worked for the for the script and for the movie um took out danny trejo took out a couple more people added some more people in but still had a tie to those other characters as well um i think that the the house scene kind of like they did with the uh, hotel scene in devil's rejects was fucking brilliant because it just built on that and made it more spectacular i think um if i'm going to interject real quick about that scene go just, for it. just a second yeah. um 
Yeah, go for it. You don't you don't get to know those characters though enough to like really care about them being like tortured in the house. Whereas in, in that's Rejects, the point. That's the point though. That's the point though. Yeah, but in Rejects, it's like you know this band uh, Banjo and Sullivan, and, and you obviously don't want to see them get fucked up. Which spoiler alert, they get they get fucked up. You wanted to barely though. Barely you don't know. I'm saying you barely get to know them. You barely get. It's almost, almost the same. I think actually I think you get to know that they're from Hell House. I call it the house more, honestly. Maybe. It's I I last time I saw it I was drunk, oh. so you could be right. You could I, be right. We need to watch it together, honestly. We yeah. need to watch it together, seriously. Because it's I think you missed a lot of shit that you agreed. I'm down shit for face. It. So let's do it. All right, good, good. Anyway. Anyway, we won't talk about thirty one or I keep thirty one. Three from hell all this entire time, so it is what it is. You um, you know what I forgot to do as well? Just if I'm gonna interject real quick. What what? I forgot to talk about like his filmography. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, I Wait, know. I, yeah that's, what am I doing wow. out here? I'm an amateur. I don't guy. know. Excuse me. No, that's okay. That's okay. Well, you know, this show is, is off the cuff, so we it's gonna roll the way it rolls. So yes. play right, the origins. So let's throw it. Just throw it. We'll throw it in. Well, no, just <laughs> just do it. I'll just I'll edit it later on. Go ahead. Just All go right. for it. So <laughs> <laughs> this is our first time. This is our first rodeo, obviously. All right. So virgins. Yeah, Robert Cummings has eight feature length films, guys. Uh. So his first full-length debut was House of a Thousand Corpses. His uh, follow-up to that, obviously, was 2005's Devil's Rejects, followed by 2007's Halloween. Then he's sequel to Halloween in 2009. And then also in 2009, he released the cartoon Haunted World of El Superbisto. 2012 was Lords of Salem. 2016-31. And then 2019, not. Obviously not my shit pick, Three from Hell. Obviously not. Uh... Oh, get out of here. Well, there you go. There we go. That's uh, his very impressive filmography, honestly. That's one of my favorite filmographies of all time. If you have to, I mean, it's almost as much as, as some other, you know, someone else, but we won't go to that yet. Um, okay, so there's the shit pick. I say shit pick with very loose fingers. Get out of here. So, <laughs> so <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I just want to get into it. I just want to get into this because I just want to find your top five. And I just, yeah, I may surprise some people, honestly, with my top five. So, uh, oh, well, let's get into it. Here's the transition. Of course, you guys will be able to hear the transition through here, but you'll listen to the podcast, you'll hear. I think I did a pretty fucking good job on this shit. So, here we go. Number five. Number five. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. These are the eyes of a psychopath. I never ask anyone their opinion because I don't give a shit. You know, I think if you stand around waiting for people to give you their opinion and hope they say something good, you're, you're going to have a long, disappointing life. Oh my God, fire is always, man. Don't you guys dude, I was, wish you could do that? Oh, man. I was so proud of that one too, dude. Like I was, I really worked my ass off on that. I really, it came out perfectly, honestly. So, all right. So to follow that up, we're at number five, guys. So number five, I've got yep. Halloween. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Not bad. Not now, bad as per usual with a lot of zombie films, I am very intrigued. Originally, when I first see the movie, um, I'm in love. When this came out in 2007, I was 13. So. It's that age where you're very malleable and you kind of see this and you're like, holy shit. And being that young too, you're not a jaded asshole that life turns you into. <laughs> so 
<laughs> as you get older, you watch movies and you find more and more things to poke holes at. And obviously with some of these films, you know, that's kind of the case. Uh, Halloween. Okay. Um, a lot of the characters aren't great. Uh, there, there, there's a lot of annoyingness to it, but the brutality of Michael Myers in this film is next level. And I think his depiction in these films is some of my best Michael Myers depictions ever. Even in the 2018 film with uh, James Jude Courtney as Michael Myers, I think he brings it, man. And Tyler Maine in this film, he's the oldest, or oldest, he's the tallest guy to ever play. I almost called him Jason. Holy shit. Michael Myers. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Holy shit. Back it up. Back it up. Yep, yep, yep. Shit. Okay. He, uh, at 6'8", Six foot eight inches. Tyler Maine is the tallest man to ever play Michael Myers. So that's good. we saw him. We we, we we saw him at Days of the Dead. Remember that? He oh, walked yeah. in behind us. He's tallish. Fucking dude. huge. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I mean, he's almost as tall as I am, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm taller, guys. Oh, uh, if if oh, if you can't god. tell by listening to my voice, I have a really deep and intimidating voice. So you know I'm oh, tall. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, oh my god. Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take your centrum silver, Mr. Man. Smurf. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> All right. Um, so what else is to say about this one? Um, Judy from Spy Kids get his, gets his face beat with a with a branch. Mm. That is brutal. And that's the thing about this film is just the brutality. And that's what I love about it. That's what Rob Zombie mm. always brings time and time again. You know when you put it in a Rob Zombie movie, it's going to be intense. Um, some more so than others. And this one I just have always loved. Uh, when he kills Danny Trejo with the TV, spoiler alert, again, this film's 13 years old, so if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah, no, because he treated him so good, and that kind of ha- shows Michael Myers' kind of unhuman nature, you know? Like, Danny Trejo literally pretty much wiped his ass for him every day, and then he drops a goddamn mm-hmm. TV on his head like he's a fucking ladybug. Like, it's just not fair. Well, well, like, well, like he gives, like, he, you can almost tell there's, like, a split second of him of, like, should I? Yeah. But he goes, nah, fuck it. Yeah, and he's like, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I I killed my sister. Um, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, obviously star-studded. That's what all these... Ow, fuck. That's what all these... I hit my knee on the, the fucking cupboard. Oh. I know. Um, okay, buddy? His, his films always bring the cast. My girl, Danielle Harris. Seriously. Is in this. Mm, so... Yep. If you have Danielle Harris in a movie, it's automatically going to like rank higher... Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm not going to waste forever to talk about this one. Uh, it's just like with Rob Zombie movies. I know we both have a lot to say, so I'll go ahead and, uh, hand this off to you so you can give your number five. Sounds good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. This whole episode is going to be just full of just our own opinions and other shit. So yeah, just sit back and enjoy this. All right. Let me tell you, watching my boy talk to Daniel Harris. Wow. That was something special to, to really, you know, see him like he, he literally stood taller um, he put his chest out. And he was really looking good. Like he was really trying his best. Like that, yeah. Hey, I, mean, I, I got to try it, man. Pulled, I got to try it. He pulled it out and tried to show it. No, no okay, okay, don't. <laughs> okay. I, waited, okay. I waited until um, we were alone. <laughs> oh, whoa. All right. Well, I mean, I know you showed it to me, but I know you showed it to her too. God, oh, yeah. I guess, get in line, motherfuckers. Uh, okay, anyway, so my, my number five pick, um, and I wish I could rank this higher, but it's just, it's just, it had this this list is so not what i want it to be but it so is what i want it to be so whatever uh my number five is the haunted world of el supervisto now uh, something inside me says that you do not even have this on your list and for for obvious reasons you but i could be wrong i really could be wrong you would be correct (laughs) yes there you go um 
for anyone that knows me, <laughs> knows that I have a very sick sense of humor most of the time. Um, this movie magnifies the fuck out of that. Um, it's it's so raunchy. It's so crass. It's so uh, politically incorrect. It's so Rob Zombie. Like, it is just so much him. And I just, I'm, I'm in it for all of it. Um, as an all-star cast, I mean, it ha- of course, has all the regulars, Sid and uh, Sherry and uh, Bill and, you know, all the right, but it has other people in too. And it's, it's about, it's about uh, a guy <laughs> that is a porn director that is also like a luchador. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's all sorts of shit, but like, he's all full of himself. And of course, Dr. Satan has to make an appearance, but it's not the Dr. Satan that's in you know, the movies. It's some total different, you know, person that, I don't know. But yeah, but anyway, I'm uh, sorry, I digress. Oh, uh, sorry, every time I hear that, I gotta do that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just such a brilliant animated film. Like I just love the way it rolls out. It's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, the little nods to other films. There's other characters show up from like like uh, Frankenstein and Dracula, and you know, of course, all the characters from his movies show up too. You know, Otis and fucking uh, Captain Spaulding shows up and. Uh, and Sherry, Sherry's like best friend is a robot that can transform into anything she needs. And he has like the hots for her and she's always like rumbled on him and doing all this shit. And it's, it's fucking hilarious. Um, but it's just, it's one of those films you have to really see to really believe because I could tell you all this stuff happens and you'd be like, how the fuck would that even translate to the movie? But it fucking does. And it's fucking brilliant. So, um, like I said, I'm, have you seen it before? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. All right. Okay. Since you don't have on your list, let's give us a little bit of what you think about it. Um, <clears throat> I remember just being for the first half, I was like, this is fun. This is unique. Uh, you know, it's kind of like for people who haven't seen it, I'm at like the outrageousness of sausage party, but instead of food, it's, um, luchadors and just it, with Rob Zombie's kind of influence on it. Um, but like, it, it's just the same thing throughout and it doesn't really go anywhere in my opinion. And it was just like, by the end of it, I was just kind of like, okay, you know, it was one of those situations where I was just like, all right, I, you know, I've had enough, but uh, I, it's definitely deserving of a rewatch. You know, I never, I never want to watch a movie once and, and give my definitive opinion on it because I don't think that's fair, you know, because you could be under a mindset. I say that all the time. You could be in a, you could be in a shitty ass mood and it's going to affect mm-hmm. your opinion. So and who the hell knows? Maybe I didn't have my Wheaties that day or something. You know something. You have. Uh, I didn't give you my my full attention that day too. So that probably was the vitamin was. D. Sorry about the D. The, the OMG D. There you go. Um, ooh, I should make that into a T-shirt. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, it's. I I hear what you're saying. I understand. I fully agree with you on that. It does. It does roll on a little too long. But if uh, I think the jokes at the end are even more hilarious than the ones at the first. So that's that's where I kind of bridge my gap in that but anyway um yeah uh, it's just it's hilarious and it's good and it's just it's just a fun movie to watch honestly something to it there's there's no groundbreaking shit there's no like oh my god it's fucking amazing it's just a good fun movie to hang out with and just watch and just enjoy and laugh and just be all gross about and shit so yeah so yes sir there you go number five's in the books all right number four you ready i've been born ready baby number four I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. These are the eyes of a psychopath. First of all, fuck you! 
hot damn motherfucker got blood all over my best clown suit. I never ask anyone their opinion because I don't give a shit. You know, I think if you stand around waiting for people to give you their opinion and hope they say something good, you're, you're going to have a long, disappointing life. That's so I, fucking true, dude. I know. I love that quote. It's so perfect. Okay. Now it's time to ruffle some fucking feathers. How does that sound? Mm, I bet you are. I bet you fucking are. So I've got. Go ahead. Ruffle my feathers. Halloween too. Oh, no. I'm excited. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. All right. Lay it out, dude. Now, of course, growing up, I didn't like this one as much as the original. Um, but being at the age I am now, this one feels a lot more kind of realistic. Um, and again, that doesn't make a movie mm-hmm. better all the time. But the characters I like a lot more. They're a lot less kind of annoying, except um, Scout Taylor Compton as Lori. But obviously, I kind of enjoyed her her growth because she she obviously went through this extremely traumatic experience. You're gonna be an asshole. It's just gonna be it's it's gonna be like that. You know, it just has to be yeah, like that. Sometimes. I agree. So she gets turned into this asshole because of her uh, brother. Right, that's their relation in these movies. The timeline, okay. Yes. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like okay, your brother uh, killed everyone you fucking know. So uh, good luck being a good person for the rest of your life. Um, yeah. Now, th- this film does get a little wacky. It does the whole white horse thing at the end, which I know a lot of people don't really care for. But the dramatic s- scenes in this film are the best in any Rob Zombie film, I think. Um, fully agree. Fully agree. The, the scene where he kills Octavia Spencer, the nurse. It's one of the most kind of intense, kind of almost it feel, and it's weird to say that because it's like realistic, you know. But it legitimately, like it's it's terrifying. Like her nose is kind of like sliced down down the side. And it's just like little things like that, you know, like like facial any like when your face is fucked up or something like that. Just kind of like really gets to me, you know, like something that like affects like your kind of appearance as a person, you know. It just kind of it takes right. the humanity away from you. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. No, no, but before you move on, though, I, I, his attention to detail is why I love him so much because there's little things in his movies, if you don't catch, it won't make a scene as good. Yeah. Honestly, and that's my opinion. So yeah, I, I hear you. I fully agree with you on that. So keep going. Totally agree. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic's in this movie. So that's, that's a thing. Um, either love it yes. or hate it. Now, speaking of dramatic scenes, as much as ever, ever, we were just mentioning, as much as I love Daniel Harris. Her her death scene in this movie, in the way that her dad, played by Brad Dourif, is who's Sheriff Brackett, it that scene literally gives me chills every time I watch this movie. And I don't I don't that's a thing that I don't really feel in other Rob Zombie films. I, it, there's no kind of oh my god like heartbreaking moments. You know, it, there's a lot of grindhouse nature. There's a lot of kind of comicy things and and uh, black humor. But like this was a genuine real moment. And I know a lot of people hate this movie, and and that's fine. Um, I was never the biggest fan of it until the past couple of rewatches and it just keeps getting better and better. Whereas a couple of his films, in my mm. opinion, just kind of get the other way. So, um, yeah, man, I respect the hell out of this movie. Uh, and I think that's it. You had me to the last statement, but oh, well, I'll let that slide. So. Wait, what'd I say? Last anyway, statement. um, just that some of his movies don't do oh, it for you. This is, you know, I'm sorry. Whatever. That's okay. You'll make up later on. Don't worry about it. Oh, I will. Um, of course you will. So my number four film is uh, let's let's go back to your number five pick, Halloween. I I really okay. So anyone knows me, <laughs> anyone knows me knows my feeling on the Halloween franchise. Uh, I just I don't get it. I don't get it at all. 
Um, Michael Myers, like this whole stigma around Michael Myers just, just baffles the fuck out of me. He is one of the most like simple, plain killers ever. I know he's a silent type. He's tall. He's brooding. He's you know, brutal, whatever. I, I get that. I totally get it. I just don't know. I'd rather my, my killer be more charismatic and more crazy and more fucked up. And I don't know. This is the way I am. But anyway, barring all that, let me digress for a moment. The Michael Myers in these Rob's only films, the one and two, that's my Michael Myers. That is my Michael Myers to the fucking T, dude. He's mm-hmm. huge. He's brooding. He has slight history. Of course, I get the history behind was a little too much for me. Could have cut back a little bit. But just to give a little bit, just to give a little glimpse of his, you know, his childhood, because you know that the childhood had to be kind of fucked up. You know that has to happen. That's just my opinion. Um, but like the way he's portrayed in this movie, uh, it's just it's phenomenal. Uh, the way they show him as a kid, the way they kind of show him, you know, trying to grow up a little bit, and then it goes to just automatically like he's this big fucked up dude that you don't know what the fuck he's thinking. Again, with the Danny Trejo death, like you see that that slight second of a glimpse. Of, of compassion that just literally it's almost like if you look inside of his head you could just see like him inside of his head and the compassion on the ground he just stomps on it he just stomps the fuck out of it and says fuck you no he's gonna he's gonna fucking die and that's just brilliant to me but um i don't know i think all the characters in this movie are great the acting is not the best but there's not great acting in any robin's only movie ever <laughs> i think that's why i like him so much that's that's why that's why I think I like him so much. I just don't. I, I think it, it's it's not like the fact it's bad acting. It's just not great acting. I love that because yeah. it's real. I feel like it, I feel like it's more real to me. And I love that feeling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just it's. I don't know. I like the way that they you know he took scenes from the original you know film and kind of made him his own. I love that. Um. The ending is brutal as fuck. Oh my god. Yeah. I think it's much better than the ending in the original. The, the ending original is Laurie takes a knife. Stabs him, takes a you know an object, stabs him, drops it on the ground, runs somewhere else. He chases her. She does the same thing over and over. And over. I'm like, oh god! And this one, he's just fucking like literally destroying a house to get to her, which is fuck, dude, fucking a. I mean, come on. Um, and the end scene where she shoots him in the head. Of course, spoiler: if you haven't seen the movie, what the fuck's wrong with you? Um, but like, it's just it's the whole movie is brutal from start to finish, and I fucking like the way it starts out, like. You know, with fucking um, oh god, I'm, I'm losing his name. Um, hold on, I'll, I'll find it here. Uh, no, uh, William Forsythe, oh. dude. He's that that a whole his whole character just makes me laugh. He's just a fucking asshole, but he's so good at playing that asshole, man. Um, just just being a total jerk, perv. Like he just you want to fucking see him die when he when he die when he you, know, you see him taped up and then throat mm-hmm. slit. So satisfying. Oh my god, so fucking satisfying. Um, but Rob does a great job with this. And I've heard some stuff go back and forth between Carpenter and Zombie about, you know, the inspiration and if he, Carpenter was okay with it. And I've heard so much shit. I don't know the full story behind that. I want to go actually find the real truth about it. But I, I don't think anybody has a problem with it. I don't like they think they kind of live in separate worlds, but they, they collided perfectly in this. So um, kind of is what it is. But yeah, you're right. I echo everything you said before, too. It's just, it's a great fucking movie. And it, it, that is my Michael. Till I fucking die. I'm looking for a mask, honestly. The the Rob Zombie mask. Now, so, how would you uh, think that John Carpenter feels about the mask being introduced by Judith's Judith's boyfriend, which, who proceeds to try to have sexual intercourse with Judith Judith with said mask on? You think he would approve of that? I don't. 
Probably no. not. <laughs> not in a million years. Probably not. Probably it's not. Just a weird but that's why Rob did it. I know, but that's why Rob did it yeah. though. That's why Rob did that because he is he rocks the boat constantly. He is that wave that rocks the boat like forever. That's just the way he is. So I, I love that. Um, and that's why I love him so much, honestly, because I love people that that aren't they don't conform. They don't you know just fall in line with everything. And not saying that John Carpenter did because at the time mm-hmm. he didn't. He didn't fall in line. That was so out, outrageous for the time. And I love it. So uh, I give him props for that big time. And trust me, I, I'm not a hater of the Halloween franchise. I just don't get it. I just have a hard time really wrapping my brain around it. But maybe someone can, you know, maybe in the future, once I find my other half, they can show me how that all works and how it all fits together. Because I always thought you were mad when I said I wasn't a huge fan of the Halloween franchise. No. I wasn't mad. I just thought you get a lot of shit for it. I didn't know that. <laughs> no, okay. I'm not going to say I'm uh, not a fan, but when it comes to the heavy hitters, um, obviously Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Nightmare on Elm Street, it, that's, it, those are killers with uh, a lot scream. of characters. Scream? In, in the scream. Yes, sir. Say it. Say it. Scream. Say it one more time. In the scream. Okay, good. <laughs> I, th- I thought it would help if I said it in a sexy voice. Did that do anything for you? Oh, dude. I'm, uh, the other part of this table is just covered, so... Holy shit. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I talked enough about that movie. So uh, I think it's time to move on to our next one because we're already 33 minutes. So we're pumping right along here. So, yeah. All right. Let's do uh, number three. Yeah. Number three. Here we go. Number three. I am the devil and I am here to do the devil's work. These are the eyes of a psychopath. I never ask anyone their opinion because I don't give a shit. You know, I think if you stand around waiting for people to give you their opinion and hope they say something good, you're, you're going to have a long, disappointing life. Okay, now, if you were to ask... Let's see, when did this movie come out? If you were going to ask 18-year-old me after watching this movie... Hey, what's what's your shit pick for Rob Zombie? I would have said this movie. And now it's my number three. Whoa. Okay. Now I know you know what it is. Yeah. I think I know what you have. Because we've talked about this one before. Yeah, like we have. All right, please. Please tell us. I've got Lords of Salem at number three. And, Dude, no uh, way. Me too. <laughs> woo. Hell yeah. So let's let, Okay. Let's okay. So it. let me talk. Let's break into this bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lords of Salem to the untrained eye. Um isn't very a Rob Zombie feeling movie either. Uh, if you if you if it didn't even have Sherry Moon Zombie in this, it does have that grindhousey feel. It does mm-hmm. have that rawness that Rob Zombie is is known for, but it just doesn't really feel exactly like a Rob Zombie film. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, poops, you know, like damn, that sucks. But kind of you know just revisiting it over the years, and then when we did our witches episode, this was on my list of things to watch, and I watched it, and I fucking loved it because. It's it's genuinely eerie. It's genuinely creepy, and and that's something that we learn too with these um these witch movies is they're creepy as hell, man. And I don't know why. I can't even explain like what it is about them. There's just this certain aura around kind of witches, and and it, it sounds weak. Um, if you don't know exactly what I'm talking about, um, watch the witch. Uh, you know, oh watch God. this movie. Uh. You know, it, pretty much any film like that, you know, and, and it's there's this utter eeriness. Obviously, this film, I'm sorry if this pisses anybody off, this film doesn't touch the witch, but um, I agree, I agree. 
Yeah. You have that you have that imagery in this one mm-hmm. that's again unique to Rob Zombie. It's it's very visual, but not in a kind of gritty hillbilly esque way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got you, dude. And and that's again something that he's very well known for is people will call it hillbilly um but i don't really in like redneck esque kind of is what some people will call it i don't i don't know if that's the right word for it um but be that as it may or may not be again uh lords of salem it's fucking great man you have all the mainstays of course sherry moon's in it jeff daniel phillips who kind of went on to take more and more roles in rob zombie films uh ken foray d wallace of course the list goes on and on meg foster but yeah, it's just this movie is a great time, and I highly recommend anybody to watch it who hasn't seen it yet. I do. I echo everything you said fully. I it's it's the way I the way I portray this movie in my mind and show other people. It's very sinister. How, how, That's good. Yep. That there you go. It's very sinister because it it starts off. It gives you the full view of what you're dealing with throughout the entire rest of the movie, mm-hmm. but then it takes you into the future. It kind of introduces stuff real slowly, and then it just kind of rolls from there. And you're like, like it, it almost loads into a sense of security of, oh, she'll be fine. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. No worries. And then it just ramps it up just real slowly. It's it's one of those slow, one of the best slow burn movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Honestly, it starts off so slow, but it ramps up so much that crazy ass. It's that slow burn. Yes, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. That's what a lot of witch movies do, and, and mm-hmm. I love that. Seriously, it, it's, I'm very picky with my slow burns, but when it's done right. They're some of my favorite movies if they can do it right. I fully agree, dude. That's that and uh, was it the House of the Devil? Have you seen that one before? Yeah, another one. Uh-huh. That's, that's a slow burn that just fucking kicks your ass at the end. So, uh, yeah, but this movie is so brilliant in the way that it introduces the witches. Um, it kind of takes it to the next level in the fact that there are witches living in the building with uh, I forget what the fuck her name is in this movie. Oh my god, um, Heidi where Heidi lives and you kind of, you kind of think that they're, you know, that they're in there for the right reasons. And then you think, okay, maybe not, maybe so you can go back and forth. And then you see it start to kind of culminate into a, just this brew of just Holy fuck. You know, um, I, I love the way they introduced the song on the, on the radio station, the way oh, that it affects the, the yeah. Yeah. It's yes. in the transition. If, yes. Yeah. If you hear the very first thing in the transition is that song. Um, it's so great because you see how the women are affected by it, how it gets into their minds, how it affects their souls, and it just it leads them to this ending where you're just like, holy shit, it, it's fucking great. I fucking love it so much. Um, the, the first, I'll admit, the first time I saw it, I was not a huge fan, mm-hmm. but watching it a rewatch and watching it again after that, I was just I was hooked. Yeah, I was like, this movie is so brilliant and such a, and so hated on. It's so hated on, and I hate that because. People see Rob Zombie attached to the gauze and was suck ass. No, it is brilliant to yeah. the fucking T. So, yeah, like I said, the cast is amazing. The, the chemistry between uh, Ken Foray and uh, uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're pulling to me. Jeff Daniel Phillips. Yeah, I am. And uh, Sherry Moon Zombie is fucking awesome. They just they gel so well together and just make mm-hmm. this coherent, just awesome, you know, nucleus of this movie. I love it. So a little scientific there. Um but no, I, I love it. It's, it's if you haven't seen it before, give it a chance, please, because you will not be. And honestly, watch it one time, let it digest, and then watch it again. And I guarantee you'll fucking love it as much as we do. If you don't, yeah. oh well, you know, you just have bad taste in movies, but oh well. <laughs> well, and that's the Sorry. thing, too, just to kind of reiterate what you were just saying is people mm-hmm. will hate on Rob Zombie for releasing a movie that's mm-hmm. 
like he usually does. And then people will hate on him for trying something different. So he, he can't really win, unfortunately, with a, a, a lot of people. But the people that love Rob Zombie fucking love him. And we're obviously, you know, if you didn't tell, you know, we both are big fans. So anything that he does, I'm definitely going to support. I'm always going to be rooting for him. And uh, Lords of Salem is one of those movies that where I really feel like he kind of uh, reached outside the box and really came back with uh, some uh, booty. Yo, the booty was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm a, I'm a booty man, so yeah, it worked out perfectly. Speaking of booties, isn't there like a bunch of naked people at the end of this? Yes, there is. And uh, you also see Sherry Moon Zombie's booty, which is like, ding. Oh, you do, but, don't uh, you? I forgot about that. It's, oh, yeah, she's laying in the bed, yeah. yeah. When I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, there's Sherry Moon's ass. <laughs> um, but anyway. That's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> but I think, we're, I think we're forgetting the star of this whole entire movie, though. Uh, and I call him Little Chicken Man. Um. I don't remember. Think no. about it, little, little little chicken, little chicken man at the end. I don't. Oh. He waddles, he waddles in. Oh, he, they're in that like room. Yes, yeah. yes, but he okay. also comes in. He also comes into her room too. So yeah, little chicken man, my favorite characters in any Rob Zombie film ever because he's so cute, and little, yeah, and demonic, and yeah, he's, he's just want to cuddle with him. You know, he's want to, <laughs> you know, just you know, put him up, up, up under your arm, and just you know. Wow. But um, yeah, fucking phenomenal. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I am. I, I think we may actually share these last two picks. Honestly, I'm, I'm thinking maybe. But I don't know. I, I, <laughs> when I find number two out for you, I'll, I'll definitely know that for sure. But um, let's just let's just do it because I'm excited. Let's get into it, baby. Number two. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. These are the eyes. I'm a psychopath. First of all, fuck you! I never ask anyone their opinion because I don't give a shit. You know, I think if you stand around waiting for people to give you their opinion and hope they say something good, you're, you're going to have a long, disappointing life. All right, so at number two, I have 31. Whoa, really? No, I'm just fucking kidding. Get out of here. What the fuck, man? Oh, I was like, dude, I was like, what the fuck, man? Oh, my God. Oh, my, okay. All right. I was like, wow. Nah, man, you, you know okay. you know, we're out here. Uh, Devil's Rejects, baby, yeah. all the way. Yeah. Yep, same here. Same here. Yep. Yep, there you go. Okay, so we definitely share the top two. There's no way we don't share the top two, so we'll just, hey, we'll just hey, let it go. Hey, hey. No, no, no. Okay, oh, and here, I, on live right now, but in front of these uh, six people, I will disavow you. I will disavow you to the, yeah. I will sh- ship you off to the Sahara Desert. Seriously, not even kidding. So you better, you better not disappoint me, dude. Better not, not disappoint. Plan, Stan. Anyway, let's digress. Number two, Devil's Rejects. Let's let's get it on. So okay, I always thought that this film has an excellent kind of dichotomy with House because it's it's obviously House of Thousand Rejects is so kind of not realistic whoa, 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 whatsoever. What 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 now? What'd you say? What it's a good dichotomy between house? No, no, you know, you said his house without some rejects. Did I? I, You did. Oh, so so we talk about about devil rejects, house without some corpses. Which which one are you talking about there? Devil. So, uh, okay, 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 okay. make sure we had that right. Devil's rejects has a very good uh dichotomy with house because it's super realistic. Obviously, house of 1000 corpses. There we go. There you go. Um, is very kind of comic, not comic-y. I don't know the style really to say what it is. It's just 
it's unique. It, it's grindhousey. It's just gritty. Um, but there's a lot of like those intercut scenes that really aren't realistic. Um, however, Devil's Rejects is like everything that House wasn't in regards to kind of realistic brut- brutality. It's just obviously I'm going to be saying brutality with every single film of his. Um, but this film, it, it, it has a lot more mass appeal too. And I think that's why it's more successful. Um, oh, it's, definitely. it's a lot more mainstream, like you mentioned, than house because it, it's not, it's not, I don't want to say it. Don't make me say it. Just say it. Just say it, dude. Just it's say not it. as gimmicky as house. Um, I, I don't I, want, I, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. Okay. Thank you. you. I, don't, I hate yeah. saying that, but yeah. It's, no, I, I hear you. Yeah, it, it, some of the kills in this movie are just again R- Rob Zombie nature. He likes to make them as realistic as possible. The he, he uses a lot of branches. Now that I'm thinking about it, when he kills uh, uh, the dude from Walking Dead in the desert, and just yes. uh, it's brutal. And not Oof. to mention, I will go down as saying this is one of the absolute best soundtracks in horror movie history. I agree. Um, not only based off of the score the like minor noises throughout which are great and really kind of sets the the tone of the film but the actual soundtrack it's interlaced with a lot of these kind of 70s and 80s like country almost but it really sets the scene because it it takes place in the desert Mm -hmm. so it's just really really kind of unique and cool and there's just like they're talking about ice cream and shit and they're just uh, a lot of people will hate these movies because he really kind of romanticizes psychopaths um and Uh, i see that yeah (laughs) i see that and i I understand but this is not nonfiction. and i I feel like a lot of people you watch this movie and and no one is like oh my god like you know i'm gonna do that now you you know i don't it's like people trying to blame it's like people trying to blame manson for columbine like you're just it's you're Mm -hmm. out of line like it's those people are going to go off regardless whether that movie or that the the musician exists or not. It's just going to happen. Those people are fucking weirdos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I was going to say, I'm sorry if anybody listening is one of them, but like, don't know, like, fuck you. If no. You're going to do that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, what's not to say, obviously star studded as usual. Um, it's just, this is one of those movies that it, you, with movies that I love, I don't really have too much to talk about. Which I do, which is funny because I feel like I kind of did, but yeah, it just as you, as, as one, you get going. Yeah, this yeah. one really speaks for itself. And fucking Tommy Pickles gets shot. Mm-hmm. E.G. Daly, poor guy. Uh, poor guy. Yeah, it's a girl. He he gets uh, he gets between the eyeballs. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So no, it's she Dingle. E.G. Oh, Daly was one of the uh, the prostitutes, the blonde. Oh, one. that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's yeah, right. Yeah, she voiced right. Tommy Pickles and right, yeah, uh, yeah. Butter. Buttercup in uh, Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, well, I'm glad you know that. And so, she's Dottie, too, from Pee Wee's yeah, Dottie, yeah, well, of course, why well, you know that is because, yeah, Pee Wee's, yeah. Pee-wee. Who Rob Zombie yeah. was also involved with. I forgot that. Yes. Yeah. Wow, what? It all comes full circle. It does, really. It really is. Yeah, you're right. You're exactly right. Hmm. Okay. Um, are, you, are, you, are you done? Did you yeah, sorry. I don't want to take your, uh, your thunder. Go ahead. Let you, that lightning you, shine, you, baby. I think that thunders. Yeah, you took the thunder, and you ate it, and you crapped it out. So yeah, it is what it is. All right, well, um, I'm feeding it to you. Well, I'll just say that whatever Kevin said, I echo. I guess. Um, what I will say is, is I do have a problem with you saying that it's more realistic 
than House because shit like House of Thousand Corpses actually happens. Like, I will not mean do you have you seen Doctor, the fuck Doctor Satan Matrix? is real? Okay, maybe Doctor Satan's a little overboard. I'm talking about well, okay, maybe the end part, maybe the very end. But up to that point, though, people, there are people like that live in this world. I would be the first person to admit that. Oh no, um, yeah, totally. Yeah, so that that's what I'm saying. I, that shit is real. People are that fucked up, and I love it. <laughs> but um, it's just the way that it has to be. Um, but anyway, back to Devil's Rejects. Devil's is it's brilliant in every single way. Um, it 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 takes you on this ride with this family that you really just you want to not like them. You want to just not like them at all, but you end up rooting for them at the end and, and throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you, you want to see them succeed. You want to see them live. You want to see them go on to another, you know, the day to fight and to fuck people up and to talk what they do to each other. And it's just, you know, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie is when they're at, they pull up to the, uh, I guess baby and uh, Otis pull up to the uh, hotel and, she says, I'm going to go find a room. And he goes, and he goes, all right, hurry up. She goes, fuck you. Fuck you. You know, like they're, yeah. they're mad at each other. Yeah, I love that interaction. I love the way they just are so mean to each other, but yet they would kill for each other. That's, I yeah. love that. I, There's I no fucking that. ice cream you know? in your future. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it fucking fruity. I think Kayla Horror brought that up earlier. Um, I just, just the whole, and just even the slow parts of this film where they're just talking are brilliant because they set that scene, they, they, they bring that closeness of the family into you. And they make it real for you. I, I love that. There's, there's nothing in this movie is wasted. Not one scene, even, even the chicken fucking scene where they go. Oh my god! Yeah, they go about the chickens. He goes, he goes, you're telling me that you can, you know, you know, take a chicken, cut its head off, stick your dick in it, fuck it. And he goes, ah. I, mean, goes, ah. <laughs> I almost put that, I almost put that in the, uh, the transition, but. Every single thing in this movie means something, and it's, it's either hilarious, makes you laugh, makes you think, or leads to another part of the movie, which is just phenomenal. So, yeah. uh, And like I said, it is, a, it is a perfect building block to House going on to Three from Hell, makes one of the perfect, tr- most perfect trilogies ever, honestly, in my opinion. Um, so... And that's a, that's a big stretch, but I'm just saying it's it is that's my favorite one. So besides, of course, besides the, the Dark Knight trilogy, but we'll get that's that's for the action podcast later on. So um, <laughs> it's an action podcast. Check it out, guys. Or or or, or it's a it's a Batman podcast. We'll deal into. Yeah, either or. <laughs> um, but um, we do move on. I, I, there's something I, I I don't like about this movie. Okay, go ahead. What happened to all the characters from the original? What happened to the old man, the uh, grandpa? Um, you know what happened? Obviously, <laughs> well, it's not it's not talked about though. Uh, well, no, I, mean, I think actually the actor died. Oh yeah, but like you have to do something. You can't just like take him out of the family and not explain like what happened. And, um, well, I mean, he you know, but he was like a staple of the house, so I think yeah. they kind of left him there. Um, obviously, I think I think Karen Black passed away, so they had to replace her with Leslie yeah. Easterbrook. Um, but she did a good job, I think. Right, right. Oh, she did a fantastic job. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like nothing is kind of really talked about from the first film in this one because this one is almost as if it's a standalone you don't need to watch house to watch this you know it and i think that's true that's his point um but yeah there was just characters in the like character differences i just didn't understand grandpa being one of them um there was a couple others that i was confused about and it's just like it felt like kind of a miss 
coagulation in terms of like cohesion. It just doesn't like fit some of the kind of character decisions and uh, placement of them from house. Does I don't know if that makes any fucking sense. I don't think I'm making any sense personally as I'm like rambling on here. But there's just there's just a few differences that <laughs> no, don't line up. There's some things that don't line up from the original. I, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. But at the same point, like you said, I think he made it to where you can watch literally all these three films separately or as one coherent story. So that's, and I think it's the brilliant part of it is that you leave out certain characters on purpose to, to make that gap very noticeable, mm-hmm. but also you, you can gloss over it and not worry about it. So I think it's, it, goes, it goes for both, honestly. Yeah, so, that's true. It's just like, it's like yeah, there's a I lot think, of I things think, he doesn't touch upon. Like he, he doesn't like finish some, some points, you know? But yeah, other than true, that, true. brilliant fucking movie. Going out in a blades of glory to Firebird is one of the best moments in horror history that was rewinded from us. It was take that moment was taken from you, that was taken from me. Well, it is, but it's not because you can still, like I said, each movie stands alone, so you can watch that movie like by itself and be like, "Oh my god, that's fucking amazing." I'll leave it at that. But you, but we know they lived. It sucked, right? Yeah, right, right, right. So I'm saying you can take it or leave it either way. So, you're right. You're right. Um, anyway, there you go. So those are our thoughts. Um, again, the end scene when they're being tortured by William Forsythe's character. God, it's so all the stapling of this, the pictures. Yeah. Oh God, Ugh. fucking gross, but fucking amazing too. So mm-hmm. anyway, and Tiny, God bless Tiny man. He he didn't make it, but. Uh, yeah, yeah he, he did a great job. So, all right. Well, I think we were out number one. Um, so here we go. If if for some reason this cuts out between before we get to finish talking, uh, we'll we're just end it off because we're almost at an hour. So we'll just talk about this and end it off. So um, anyway, here we go. Number one. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. These are the eyes. Of a psychopath. First of all, fuck you! Goddamn motherfucker got blood all over my best clown suit. I never ask anyone their opinion because I don't give a shit. You know, I think if you stand around waiting for people to give you their opinion and you hope they say something good, you're, you're gonna have a long, disappointing life. Alright, number one, baby. Here we go. Are you scared? No, I'm not scared at all. Are you sure? Maybe you should be. Uh, I think you're going to need to be scared, dude. <laughs> because if, if you get the wrong one, this may be the last show we ever do. So you better think real hard, dude. I'm just, think real I'm hard. just trying to add some drama. Everyone knows. Yeah, I, know, I know. Everyone knows. It's got to be House of a Thousand Corpses, my number two favorite film of all time. There you go, buddy. There you go. Fuck yeah. It's, um, it's just next fucking level. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there's nothing else out there like it like that it just makes my heart go pitter patter so pitter patter baby mm-hmm. i'm saying baby too much man i'm sorry no, well, it's, yeah, i'm thinking I about baby, baby firefly that's what that's what this is about oh i thought i was your baby oh well never mind. well you can be too um oh, okay. <laughs> yay um i love the absurdity of this movie it's like mm. just randomness and, and i'm a i'm here for it there's a dude screaming about a an ape monster for no reason <laughs> randomly i love that shit and it's just like there's so many scenes that hit you man and it's everything in this movie is memorable and i don't know if, if that's because i watch this movie eight times a year or if it's just only eight? that good. Only, only eight 18 sorry 
There you go. At least, at least eighteen. <laughs> no, dude. In the last time I, the last time I watched this movie, I was like drinking, and it's it's one of those movies where it's just a fucking blast. If you're mm. if you're sober or if you're just like shit faced, it's just it's it's exactly what you need. It's a it's a remedy to me. If I'm having a bad time, throw this on. I don't know what that says about me as a person. That <laughs> this is calming to me. But no, dude, I'm sure I, a lot of people out there feel the same way about House of a Thousand Corpses. Is it's and it, 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 it's a debut movie, which is even more shocking. Which we just talked about George A. Romero. His first film was his his best. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel like hard. It's hard to ignore that. But you Fucking had it number same. two, didn't you? Well, oh, that's be, uh, because of, of producer credit. But if it was right. just directing, you would have had it first. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I shouldn't have said anything that doesn't give anybody incentive well, to check out. That's the okay. episode, I mean, but. there's only a few people listening, so yeah. If you listen to this, you get my you get the top pick. So there you go. Mm-hmm. But, um, yep. Yep. But uh, anything um, else to add? I feel like there was a lot I wanted to say about this, man. Uh, that's the thing when it comes to movies I love. It, it's just I go blank. It's it's I I just there's there's movies that exist. I'm gonna like look at you as I'm saying this. There's movies that exist. We got we got five seconds left on the live, so just no. There's it. movies that exist that just make you happy, and I, and I just love that it exists. And I'm just go. so happy that that this is a movie and it's one of those movies that means a lot to me and it always will. And I'm just happy to be in a world with this movie existing. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you that. I'll do, I'll totally give you that. Yes. I can agree with you more. Honestly, that was very well put, very Thanks, well sir. put. So, uh, well, of course my number one pick is as well. House of Thousand Corpses. Uh, this movie literally, I think I, this year alone, I think I've probably seen it probably 35 times, literally. Um, I, whenever I'm feeling down or I just want something to watch or whatever, I just need something to, you know, to put my focus on. I put this movie on. I love every single second of it. Uh, from this, the very first voice or scene it comes on to the very last moment of this movie, I am hooked. I'm on it. It's, it's fucking perfect. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love the way that it starts off like any other kind of normal movie, you know, like it's just a you know, kid's going across the country checking shit out and I love the interaction interaction between Rain Wilson and Sid Haig uh, in the uh, the gas station, you know, what was with the, the oh, yeah. Spalding's, you know, museum or whatever. I love that shit so much. It sets the tone perfectly because it lulls you into a sense of, again, security that you think everything's going to be fine. And yeah. then it's not fuck, fun. <laughs> yo, that, that fucking ride they go on that murder ride. I, I just love it. I just, I, I want to go on one of those. I want to, I want to create that. I want to create a murder ride somewhere. Seriously. Well, that's the thing is, uh, yeah. Oh, dude, I'm, I've been down. Uh, Fuck yeah. Um, is that Universal Studios that has a House of a Thousand Corpses like haunted house? I think so. I think dude. yeah, we got to do that soon, dude. Seriously, we really got to do I that. I would die to honestly. go through that. Let's do it, man. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Um, but like, I mean, just in just their house and the, what happens, and it's like. It, it, all, it gives you the sense of, of, of like maybe this wouldn't have happened if they wouldn't have been such assholes to them. But the kids are all like, you know, like, you know, just goody two shoes and, you know, and don't fuck with me because I'm too good for you and all this stuff. And boy, do they ever get their asses handed to mm-hmm. them in a fucking perfect Rob Zombie fashion. I love it. Um, this, the, the soundtrack as well. And this one is also great. Uh, I love the way they interwork the stuff from Rob and other films and other, you know, uh, decades of music just into this so perfectly um i love the fact of 
I, I just I don't know. It, it gives you it only it sets up Devil's Rejects so perfectly too. Just the way that they kind of intertwine the two is brilliant. Uh, but like I said before, it's also brilliant how they're also different. They're also very separate. So mm-hmm. um, the, the progression from from the start to the finish, the the characters never change, which is hilarious because there's really no character arc. It's just badass fuckers just kicking ass and killing people and just mayhem the entire thing. It never lets up. It never disappoints. It's always there. I'm, all, I'm there for all of it. 100%. Um, but I'm also down. For, I'm also down for a good character arc, though. I love that too. So to have Rob give me that in some of his films, but also to totally just say fuck the character arc, I'm going to just give you this movie and you enjoy it for what it is. I, I love it. I just I love it so much. Um, you have any negatives? I, I'm also drawing a blank. Honestly, no. Honestly, no. The tra- I love the transitions between the scenes. Those are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the ending. I love the way it gives you the whole, you know, Alice in Wonderland, you know, you know down the rabbit yeah. hole type thing. Um, it, it, so many aspects of this movie. Fucking Dr. Satan. Fucking attach that big, humongous fucking whatever the fuck that thing is. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that they are, the, the, the main characters, the, the teenagers are played with by the family. Uh, their baby and Otis. I love Otis's speech too, to the, all the uh, cheerleaders at the first. Oh, oh yeah, I, I, it's just brilliant. It's just fucking brilliant. Um, I could talk about this forever, honestly. I really could. And if anyone wants to hear my extended thoughts on this, hit me up anytime. I'm willing to just shoot the shit. And I'm actually going to talk about this movie on my YouTube channel as well. So I'll expound on it more then too. But uh, I know we're you know not going to check out too long here, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could talk about it forever. So honestly, just like you said, it's just the movie is one of those movies. You're glad it exists. I am so glad it exists uh, in so many ways. Um, Rob, if you're watching this or listening to this, which I know you won't, but if you're listening, I love you to fucking death, dude. You're like one of my, you know, the people I look up to and you just, you, this film is the epitome of horror in every single fucking way. So, yeah. Bravo. Now, Lisa, Lisa. I'm, I'm going to rain so, on some parades. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Don't, don't do it. Uh, don't. I'm always going to be 100% honest. Um, I'm never going to filter my opinions. Fine, uh, fine, fine. fine. I, the, I love the ending. I do. It's the whole Alice in Wonderland thing going down to the tunnel. There's just some shit that doesn't really make sense. Um, earlier, when Tiny's eating the shirt, or he's eating the shirt. He's eating cereal with the sh- with the shirt, <laughs> my Halloween costume or whatever. And he lets her go. Fucking awesome. And then Otis pushes her into yeah. the 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 cage. And then like people come up and grab yes. her. Like who who are they? Yeah. If, if they were like, don't, if they were other people that they kidnapped, they're not gonna attack her. Like I don't understand who those people are. No 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 no. Those are those are fucking brainwashed people. Either either that or they're like. So it just shows them family like, members five that have like doesn't explain them at all. Yeah. You don't need to explain that shit. It just is what it is, brother. It is what it is. They, there are people in the house that no one knows about until they come out and grab you from the fucking back. And then eight of the 11, like, people down in the hole, uh, like, all the creatures that are, like, like going around the coffin, like, who are they? What are they? Um, the, the, the guy in the bunny suit that's already down there, I love that. I thought that was a great fucking idea. Oh, my God. a history of them doing this. Um I didn't understand the dude, the the dude with the axe with the the the, ma- the mask. Who is that? Because I thought that would be like Doctor Satan. That's their dad. That's no, that's their dad. What, where did, that's Otis's dad. That's Baby's dad. 
You remember it, she tells the story, and that's that's another character that doesn't show up in the uh, sequel either. Like it's like they completely forget that all he's of that dead. Is. He's not dead. He he's, he's dead. Just had dude. Some plywood fall on him. He's, he's fine. He, he's dead. He's dead. But listen, look at look at me to my eyeball. He's he looks dead. like Butterball from uh, Hellraiser. Dunny, he does. I love that. Dunny. I love that shit. Good old butterball. But I'm just saying he's dead. Leave him alone. He's fine. He played he played the part he needed to play. He needed to chase around that fucking underground you know, maze layer, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And he did his job perfectly. Another thing Bravo. is the family that's eating down down there, watching TV. It chilling. Okay, chilling. Who are they? Chilling. Why are they there? If the, if okay, so if they were they're fucking, victims, they're fucking chilling. If they were victims. Doctor Satan would be on them, but like he's like just they're just chilling with Doctor Satan. They're in the waiting. They're in the waiting room. They're getting ready to get seen by Doctor Satan. Yeah, I, that's he's not a doctor, it. By know. the way, hello. Oh, do you remember the deleted scene from? Uh, I wanted to mention this yes. uh, with uh, Doctor Satan going that after was, Rosario Dawson. Is that in, from Rejects or is that? The, yes. Oh, yeah, rejects. okay. That's Rejects. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I would love to rejects. see something based on Doctor Satan again. I know a lot of zombie fans would. Um. Just wait today. Mm. I feel like that would be a badass movie. I feel like he could do that justice. I feel like I understand as a director, you want to keep moving forward. You know, don't, you know, on to the next thing. Um, you don't want to like go into your past too much. And I understand, but I think that Dr. Say, like that could be a movie that like really kind of reintegrates them back into kind of like the horror delete, delete, elite section, you know, like bring him like yes, back. I agree. 31, three from hell. Um, you know, arguably not his best films. And uh, so I just like to kind of see him return to form with some just badassness. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm, li- I'm living for it. No, I honestly think that, hear, hear me out. This is a really crazy fucking idea. Make a 31 part two and have Dr. Satan as like the final boss. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, because just- uh, Doomhead's still alive too. Yes. Oh, so see, they could, they, do you imagine Doomhead and Dr. Satan in the same movie? Holy fuck. Yeah. We should talk oh my about God. 31 while we're at it, because I feel like that's the only movie of his we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, let's just let's throw it out there. We have, we have a few minutes. Let's talk about it. So, okay, so, I mean, so I, are, are we done with House? Yeah, I guess we're done with House. But that's it, Best movie almost ever of all time. It's like, there's number three yeah. on my list. And that's it, it's a very close three. Very, Sc- very close. Scream three. is number one. Mm-hmm. Nightmare? Yep. Nightmare yep. Oh, two. shit. Um, okay, I see. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, oh, 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 for extra credit, can you guess my number five? Four? Number, no, my number five. I forget number four. What's my number five? It's so I'm four. supposed to skip, theoretically, your four favorite four, and go four, to five. Four is, the, four is the Dark Knight. So that's not so horror. Oh, show. okay. Oh, okay. What's, what's number five? What's number five? Please, you can guess this. Oh, we talked about it earlier. Think about it real hard. We what, talked about it. Is No. Oh, just it's tell one, me. <laughs> it's, it's, one, it's, it's one that you hate. Oh, when you said I, I like Demon Wind? Yes. Oh, Tusk. Oh, shit. Yes. Yes. Oh, no, yeah, fuck. Fucking Meg's, fucking Meg's got it for you, God. Holy shit. That's awesome. Damn. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. All right. Yikes. There you go. There you go. Anyway, okay. All right. So we, I digress back to 31. So tell me your thoughts on 31. All right. 31. Um, when I first watched this movie, I loved it. And it's been one of those ones where I really, really poke a lot of holes every single time I see it. I think that every single... Uh, protagonist is unbearable uh it's just they're so unlikable and it's just like if you if 
if you had a, a blueprint of how to create characters that I don't give a shit about, that's blueprint right there. That's the exact blueprint. Um, I love the idea of the clowns and everything, but again, it's a Rob Zombie film. Characters aren't explained. They're, they have these henchmen there. Like the with the striped shirts, they're like bully boys from the 1920s with the swimsuits and shit. You know, like they're gonna like curl yeah. some dumbbells or some shit on the beach. Uh, <laughs> that's what I think of every time I see those goobers. Uh, oh my god, that's funny. But yeah, yeah, it's just uh, Doomhead is oh god. the he is one of the best antagonists in horror movie history. I, it, mm-hmm. That. Richard Brake that put him immediately on my radar. And you know what? Mm-hmm. You know what other movie he's in? Third of Hell. Mandy. Yes, he so, is a man. You're right. You're exactly right. You're yeah, exactly right. yeah. Um, I need to watch Mandy. The, I watch Mandy all the time, so I need to watch that again very soon. So. You need to remedy that immediately. I will do that. I swear to God, I will. I promise you. Um, but yeah, no. Thirty one. It uh, it's very jumpy. It's very kind of shaky. Um, um, I feel like you should be able to see a lot more than you do. It um the kills really aren't like shown too well. Um, I love the layer aspect where they're just like let yes. loose and you know every room is kind of has its own atmosphere. I love that and uh, Poncho Moller, the little guy, which is it's he interesting is because he he he's playing a Nazi, but he's giving Spanish dialogue, so it's it's kind of weird. You're <laughs> in awesome. you're in an, you're in an awesome. English movie, like per, like supporting. 40s german politicals mm. at, but you're spanish it's wild to me <laughs> like that character just blows my mind every time i see it he's like oh, and i'm just like what are you even and he's wearing a bunny he hat don't, I, don't, all off. I don't think he, i don't think he knows what he is that's the, that's the whole funny part of it that he doesn't know what the fuck he is so yeah i i agree with everything you said though honestly yeah so, so tell me your opinions on that one real quick like I said, it's, yeah, real quick. It, you know, I agree with everything you said. Honestly, it's it's, it's one of those films like like if I'm if I want to see just some like some good horror action, I'll throw that movie on. Honestly, yeah. that's that's what I go for. It's just mindless and, like popcorn fun. Exactly, and that's what yeah. I say. Everyone loves popcorn in hell. So I mean, that, that's they hey. set the tone from the very start of that movie to tell you is don't take this seriously. Not a serious movie at all. Just have fun and just do your thing. You know. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, that's yeah. I I won't talk about it much because like I said, it's one of those movies where I just it's not much to it, but. Uh, I do enjoy it, but it's not one of my go-tos. But it's it's definitely a decent film. So yeah, yeah, it, it's one of those ones that is is fun, and that's more than I can say about a lot. Yes, uh, yeah, I agree with that definitely. Um, but right, cool. Well, anything else to add before we wrap this up? Oh man, I I, I like feel like I'm not done because I feel like as soon as we're gonna be done, I'm gonna have like all these these ideas and, and but, just talk but, about but, uh, all these films. Uh, just now we got we got to contain it, man. We got to contain it in this podcast. That's what I'm saying. Like if, if people if people want to hit us up later on through our DMs and talk about these movies, please do. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because that's, we we don't want to bog this down with too many details because if it goes too long, people won't listen. Honestly, people get yeah. kind of bogged. You're like, oh my god, it's so long. So, yeah, let's let's keep it simple. But uh, we've given our bare thoughts on these. You know, the, the we needed to get out. So I think that was perfectly done. So uh, again, another another fine episode, sir. Um, Absolutely. All right, let's just wrap it up then. Uh, this is the first outro we've done on live, which is kind of crazy. So okay. we're going to give a shout outs, our shout outs for the night. Uh, first shout, first shout out goes to our patrons. Of course, always you guys keep us going. We love you guys so much. Uh, to all the people that buy our merch, especially love you guys. 
just we love you so so much uh we have some stuff up actually we have another t-shirt brewing at the moment they actually uh scream queen 85 fucking megs gave me the idea for i'm excited to release that pretty soon so we're gonna get that going but it's gonna be a surprise so don't get too Thanks, excited Maggie's. uh but, but by this time it may already be out so who knows um but I, I won't ruin it just in case i decide to fuck around so um <laughs> But um, anyway, we and again, the guys, everyone that shares us, talks about us, likes our stuff, uh, follows us on Instagram or Facebook, we appreciate you guys so so much. Uh, the support means everything. We really didn't think that this would go this far, honestly. So, yeah, yeah, you guys are fucking awesome. So, if you want to add anything yeah. to that, I mean, I got really sentimental in the last one. So, everybody watching live, unfortunately, you missed out on me, like just really getting into it. Uh, again, thank really? you so much. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you cry every single episode. So, just every, every single thing you guys have ever done is just makes makes our day. Come talk to us about horror movies, man. That's why we're here. That's why we've been here for over a year. That's why we'll be here for the next until I'm dead. I'm doing this because this is what well, I genuinely love to do. I must say, don't say it's I'm dead because I can be it tomorrow. So you know, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> nah, man. Uh, we're, we're enjoying this. We're having a good time. We're, we're we're trucking along, man. We're having a better time than ever, and uh, we're just going to keep this ball rolling. So as long as you guys are, will have us, we'll be here. That's right, brother. That's right. It's uh, exactly right. You said it perfectly. Um, all right, podcast shout-outs, and I think we have some podcasts on here that we give shout-outs to all the time. So here we go. First one, I saw them come in and out, Alone in the Dark podcast. Of course, you guys are my inspiration. Uh, so thank you guys for doing what you do. Again, go check out their script readings. Uh, they do on live. It's fucking awesome. Uh, Dolls of Horror. I know. I think some Flint's still in here. Uh, Dolls of Horror. Go check them out. They make phenomenal podcasts. They're phenomenal ladies. Go check them out. Uh, we've both been on the show before, so yeah. Thank you again for having us on. And uh, another one is a podcast on Elm Street. Fucking love those guys. They pump out yeah, those amazing guys are shows. Awesome. Wow, constantly. They're just amazing. Go check them out immediately. Uh, the Horror Basement. Um, you guys are fucking awesome. Again, we're on their uh, network, so go check them out. Uh, thank you guys for getting us out there to the masses. We really do appreciate that. Um, yeah. And I guess we'll plug ourselves up. Uh, yeah, there's some fun right there. Um, plug ourselves up. <laughs> so we can find us on Instagram, and it's our podcast. Uh, Facebook as well. Fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Fuck, Fuck it. that shit. Fuck I hate it. it. Right in this stupid asshole with a big bag of dirty dildos. I'm um, over it. There you go. Um, so I guess. Oh, we we forgot to do our personal ones on that last episode. I forgot about that. Oh god my, damn! I know, dude. But people will figure it out. Um, my personal is Old Man Ghostface, and yours is The Shape of Revenge. <laughs> I did that once before, and I had to. Do it you did. You did. <laughs> yours is Slashing Captain. Um, yes, Slashing Captain. Go check out all of, all of Kevin's reviews under Slash and Captain Review or hashtag Slash and Captain Reviews. Um, yeah. Also check out his YouTube channel, which is under the same name, uh, Slash and Captain. Go, he shares his entire collection, which is fucking badass. So go check him out on there. Um, we have another pod, or have another not a podcast called Six Shots In. Uh, it's linked in my bio. We get drunk and talk about horror movie, movies. Uh, can talk twice a month. So go check that out. You can find all, all the. Uh, shows in my IGTV feed. So go check those out. And also on the, uh, that also the feed on the show page as well. Um, I guess we just got to figure out what we're going to do for next episode, dude. Uh, I know we talked, we talked about, about it, but we did, we talked about the three people, but we decided which one we're going to do yet. I know we talked about it and I knew we had a schedule, but I can't remember. 
personally. Well, we're saving. We're, we're going to save my boy for the last. We know that for a fact. Oh yeah. Yeah. Little Cravykins. So, little Cravykins yes. boy. That's right. That's right. Uh, we had Shyamalan and what was the other one? Um, you have this written down, don't you? Uh, I closed it out already. Damn it. Oh okay. Do you just want to do Shyamalan next time? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Shyamalan. Then. All right, in my Shyamalan right. is the next episode. There you go. Perfect. That was the most like that was the worst like introduction to the next next episode I think we've ever had. Yeah, it was kind of like Ooh, yeah. just slide it in there, which is just a tip, baby, just a tip. Just a um, tip. That's right. Um, okay, so that wraps us up for this second episode live we've done, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Seriously, um, mm-hmm. this has been a lot of fun to do this. It was a cool idea I had literally on the drive up here. Yeah, I record them off. So, but um, it just it just seemed like a good thing to do, and I'm glad we did it. Um, and again, thank you to all the podcast listeners as well. We're almost at fifteen thousand downloads, which is blows Ooh. my fucking mind. I can't Ooh. believe it. That was crazy. So we average about one hundred and fifty listeners, which is that again blows my fucking mind too. Yeah. So, um, but just keep on supporting us, and we'll keep on supporting you. We love you guys so much. Uh, thank you again for tuning in either for the podcast or for the live. We love you guys to death. So mm-hmm. I'm going to wrap it up and I'm going to say my name is Wes. And I'm Kevin. And we'll see you next time. See you. Don't let her get away, Mommy. Don't let her live. I won't, Jason. I won't.